Amen. Good teaching by the teachers this morning. The lesson today is from Cana to Capernaum, coming from John, the fourth chapter. Uh, the focus verse is verse 50. It says, Jesus said unto him, Thy way, thy son liveth. The man believed the word Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. The lesson text is coming from John 4, 43 through 53. And the truth about God is, there is power in what God speaks. And the truth for my life is, I will believe Jesus' words have power. Amen. Amen. Um, Minister Tina did an excellent job bringing out that point. So we start off the lesson dealing with Jesus being approached by a nobleman. So we talked last week about the woman at the well, at Jacob's well, the Samaritan woman. Uh, we talked about their encounter and how Jesus dealt with this woman so profoundly that she took her testimony and her witness to a whole city, a whole community. So they not have this belief that y'all need a whole group and a team. Community and sparked this major outbreak of revival. So that lets me know that one man with God is the majority. One person that will open their mouth, one person with some zeal, one person, one anointed vessel of God can tear up a whole city. Oh, my God. So it talked about after this woman's encounter, he was approached by a nobleman. Two different ends of the spectrum. We got a woman here, a Samaritan woman, you know, a half-breed woman. Then we have somebody that was important. It's a leader. You know, somebody that was in charge. That was approaching Jesus. Oh my God. And there was an issue that the man had is that his you know, they said his son was sick unto death. And I don't care I don't care what your position is. When you sick, huh? When you on your back and you in your sick bed and ain't nothing working, huh? Your money don't mean much. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of you know you can't buy health? Amen. You can't buy peace. Uh-huh. People think they can buy happiness. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Huh? The only way you can be of any good 
health is if God allows. It's God. It's God. It's God. Honey, if God don't let your organs function, if he don't let everything work together, if he don't keep everything flowing, it ain't going to flow. Hallelujah. I don't care. I'm I don't care what you got in the bank, under the mattress, out in the truck, in the backyard. I don't care how much stock, how much bond, how many accounts you got, overseas, underseas. I'm telling you, if God don't make it work, it ain't going to work. So this man had enough sense to know to go get some help. Uh-huh. And that's where the church should be at today. We should be in the same position as this man. I need some help. Oh, I guess y'all don't need no help today. Because I need some help. Uh, Every day, I need God. Uh, Yeah, every, every day, every day. It ain't a day to go by where I don't need the Lord. So this man approaches him with this problem because apparently, you know, the scripture didn't indicate, I'm sure, that there were some other physicians that were around in the town that he had went to and they couldn't help him. Woo! That was just right for God. <laughs> a lot of times y'all will give up and quit because folk can't help you. Then you go to them and their hands is closed. But that's a situation that's just right for God. Oh, come on, party. That's an opportunity for your God to show you just what he can do. Oh, come on here. Oh, glory to God. Don't you get discouraged. Don't you quit. Oh, come on. Don't you walk away with your head hung down low. Because when the time is right, God got a blessing just tailor-made for you. Oh, somebody ought to praise him. My God. The opportunity had presented itself uh, for Jesus to show his power. Oh, put yourself uh, in the situation. uh, And what I'm going through right now is a perfect opportunity uh, for Jesus to show up and to show up. Uh, uh, without preaching myself in a fit. Uh, 
uh, because you were going somewhere where they wasn't going. Uh-huh, you was on a mission. Uh, your mission was to walk with God now. Uh, uh, your mission uh, was to walk in the newness of life now. And they didn't appreciate you leaving them. Amen. <laughs> Somebody get the revelation in <laughs> But there were some issues with the whole town. The Bible records that he couldn't do many great miracles in his hometown. Why? Because of unbelief. That's how crucial that your faith in God is. That is how crucial. Because God is not obligated to move in your situation if you don't believe. It's not. If you want to get God's attention, you get God's attention. Read throughout the scripture. Huh? It was faith. When you read about the heroes of faith, from the Old Testament to the New, what moved God was faith. Uh-huh. What crocodile tears? I'm not saying that God is not compassionate with our tears, because he is, because the Bible describes in the book of Revelation that tears are Lord is a sweet smelling savior, but you got to go beyond that, honey. You go beyond crying. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to believe. He said, if only thou canst believe. When he rebuilt his disciples, all ye of little faith. He was always dealing with their faith. You see? That is the whole response of God's word. Huh? For by faith the worlds were framed. <laughs> by faith the very foundation of the whole world. My God. What do you mean? God just spoke it. He spoke. What are you speaking? Where is your confession of faith? And then if you confess your faith, what are you walking in? Huh? You can't mix it with doubt. One minute you believe and the next minute you get shaky because the situation and the circumstance don't present like the And we get a little shaky. Uh-huh. Then we get a little tired in our waiting. Hmm. But we're going to get to it in a minute. But I took it to the I left it there. <laughs> Show that to me in scripture. I hear that all the time. Show it to me in scripture. Huh? I took it to the Lord and I just left it there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, well 
then that's probably why you haven't got an answer. Mess with your theology today. You know, all these old dumb sayings that people say. Uh-huh. It's not backed up by scripture. Saying don't is the word. Not all slogans and all these sayings that sound good. I just take it to the left and I just left it there. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, but it was something about this man. Uh-huh. He didn't have that kind of theology. Uh-huh. Oh. So maybe that was your example, along with some other examples that we just don't take it and drop it out. Theology. I know y'all been saying it, singing. I just took it to the Lord and I just left it there. Like God is the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you drop your children off. You don't drop your problems off to God. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're we, we, we going to get there. So we talked about him moving on from the folks that we believe, right? Going into another town. Another town. that believe God. Amen. Don't you realize that's where the presence and the power of God is going to reside is where he sees people that believe him. Amen. Yeah. yeah. The power of God then took a back step. Huh? Because God perceived the hearts of people. He knows the hearts of people you know when people <clears throat> talk of the game. You ever been around folks that talk of the game? Then when the rubber meet the road, they ain't got nothing going on. They ain't gonna Uh-huh. They don't spend all their time talking. Ain't produced nothing. Ain't came up with nothing. Because they came up with nothing. They just doing a whole bunch of talking. God see that too. Huh? All on Facebook. All, all the time. That's what you see on social media. All the time. All this grandiose talking. All this grandiose boasting. And all this grandiose bragging. Huh? Can't buy a cup of coffee with it. Absolutely. Huh? Well, see, that's the nature of people. God knows when folk are wishy-washy. One minute, they were singing the praises of Jesus. Then the next minute, crucify him. Mm -hmm. Like your patting you on the back and giving you your flowers now. Uh-huh. But you really find out who really for you when you're on hard times. You do know that, don't you? Uh-huh. It ain't when you got money flowing, sis and brother. Huh? Ain't when you out, you know, giving and, you know, supporting. And all of that, and oh, it's when hard times come, huh? Friends, then, uh, 
Oh, come out here. Oh, when you slip and fall, who's there to catch you? Oh, come out, somebody. Oh, when you mess up, oh, they be the very ones that'll shake their finger in your face and remind you of how you did it, what you said, how you could have did it. Them the very ones. Oh, come out here. One minute they love you, shouting your name amongst the family and the community. You can't do no wrong. But the minute you watch that advice you take. Uh huh. Watch that dagger in your back. Uh huh. Crucify him. Uh huh. We want Barabbas. Crucify her. Listen to Jesus. 
And he was the bread of life. He was the manna sitting down from heaven. He is the word, the logos. Did you ever Same way they're doing today. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-uh. Let's see here. I think we're going to get down to the scriptures here. So the father went to the miracle worker. It's because we value what we see. Uh-huh. That's what we're what we see. Miracle. The things that the Gentiles seek. Uh-huh. You notice it never said Jews are seeking a miracle. Uh-huh. That's the stuff that we do. It's time for a miracle. Look at cross eyed. So we're going to start. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee where he made the miracle. There was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus would come out of Judea and Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and do what? So he had a mission and a purpose. Uh-huh. Well, maybe when we go to God, we need to go to God on a mission mm -hmm. with a purpose in mind. Not playing around with God because God don't play games. I think we need to say that. God is not interested in all this extra curricula. Just get down to the point. You know you need healing. Just say, God, I need healing in my body. And be specific, not just my body. Well, what's hurting your body? What's sick in your body? Is it your joints? Is it your heart? Is it your lungs? Is it your bowel, your kidneys? Huh? What is it? Because God deals with specifics. Not just going to God with these blanket prayers. God
from living right here, the man talked to Jesus about coming and healing his son more than one time. Mm -hmm. Y'all see that? Let's kick your old look. Jesus is waiting to see how bad you want it. Well, I guess we got a new theology. How bad do you want it? <laughs> Turn to your neighbor, say, how bad do you want it? Uh-huh. How, how bad do you want it? Uh-huh. Because, see, y'all test and prove his people. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want this, elder? Show me. God is about show me. Don't just tell me, but then show me. You know how it is. You know, Show me your belief. Show me your trust. Keep walking with me. Keep standing on what I told you. The last word I gave you. What you giving up for so easily. Show me how bad do you really want it. We need to be like the apostle. They said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yes, sir. You still got a lot of unbelief in you. Yes, sir. So then, let's see, where was I? I was at 40, 50. Jesus said unto him, what? Go thy way. So he got results. Oh, wait a minute. After he had pleased God. See, this is what everybody missing. Please, God, with his faith, because without faith it's impossible to please God, God gave him the answer, Lamont, but it wasn't until God was satisfied, not you. Y'all putting it all on you when I'm done praying, when I'm finished, when I get tired of praying about it, I'm just going to leave it there, dummy. You wait till you get an answer. Write that one down. Wait until you get an answer. Everybody in here should be writing that down. Every time you go to prayer, wait until you get an answer. He didn't say nothing this last Wednesday. Well, wait. He didn't say nothing Sunday. Because what I found out, Elder, is God has a way of revealing when your heart is sincere with God and he's that you're sincere and that you believe him, he'll reveal this time next year. Uh -huh. 
or he may say wait, or he may say no. And the problem is y'all can't accept no. Some things ain't meant for you and ain't good for you. I know that's right. Huh? Some stuff just ain't good for you. Because God know it'll get you off. It'll draw you out of church. It'll draw you away from God to trusting things, trusting in the system, trusting in the government. And God knows your heart. He knows us. He knows his people. So that's a problem with us. It ain't a problem with God. If he find out that we can't be trusted, whose fault is that? Mm -hmm. We're looking at God cross-eyed. No, you can't handle He know what tendencies we got. He know. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he know. Here's another one too, sister. Sometimes they'll pray and they'll pray and they'll pray and then the next thing you hear out there, my well, I guess it just wasn't meant for me. Hear that a lot too. Mm. Let God be that decision to make make that that decision. decision. Let God tell you that it ain't for you. Before you come to that conclusion. A lot of times y'all come to conclusions without hearing God. Let God be the one to say that uh, his grace is sufficient. He may decide to heal you through a surgery, through medication, through exercise, through changing your diet. Imagine that. Because a lot of stuff that we're going through in our bodies is a trash diet. Uh huh. And you can try to patch it up and, you know, put bandages all on it and take 20 pills and none of them work because they all fight each other. Uh huh. That's a little word of wisdom there. God dropped that one hot off the press. Well, can't exercise off a trash diet. You can get on the treadmill for 30 minutes, but if your diet is trash, it does you no good. I don't know. Let God be the one to tell you whether or not he's going to heal you. Because when that instance with Paul, Paul went to him how many times? Three different occasions. Uh-huh. And what did God tell him? My grace is sufficient. That means, buddy, you don't have you. The great apostle Paul. Uh-huh. Apparently, the issue that he had was bothering him enough, brother, that he kept going to God about it. But the anointed appointed Paul, where handkerchiefs was coming off his body and healing everybody else around him, but he couldn't get it himself. Why? It was God's choice. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. (laughs) You can have that kind of anointing and that kind of power 
where you institute change all around you. People get healed. But you huh? can't get it for yourself. My God. But sometimes God will not allow it for you. Amen. He'll keep you humble. He'll keep you at the feet of Jesus. Because he knows us. We'll get the big head. Amen. subject to the hand of like everybody else. I don't care how many sermons you preach, how anointed appointed you are, and how many revivals you run in, and how they sing your name in the streets. You got to fall under the sack. And if God say no, it's a no. Absolutely. Okay, how big oh, you think you are? Ah. Sister T. Yes, sir. About a month ago. I see a truck that was so awesome. I wanted that truck so bad, and I was going to get it. And I, 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 and I kept wrestling with it. I talked to the wife about it. I kept wrestling with it. Then I took that thing to God. I said, Lord, I want that truck. Uh-huh. You know what the Lord said? One word. No. No. Y'all problem is that y'all try to ignore what God is saying. Some prayers y'all get the answer, you just ignore it. You have blocked out your psyche that God going to change his mind about what he going to tell you. And he ain't going to change it. He will not change his mind. I got that truck off my mind. You need to get off your mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like Paul. I was riding for Damascus. I was going yeah. to get that truck. Yeah. Let's see. But you got to listen to what God tells you. You got to listen to what God is saying. If he said no, he mean no. He mean no. Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Mm -hmm. Because what I want, Pastor, line don't line up sometimes with what God is doing. And that's what we got to ask ourselves. Is what we God is it lining up with the will of God? <laughs> huh? Is it lining up with God's will? When was the last time we prayed God's will? Oh, because if we prayed God's will, Pastor, a lot of this junk we wouldn't waste our time with because we'd find out that ain't the will of God. Hmm? 
Oh, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it. Did we finish, uh, what was the next verse on that? Okay, let's read that. And told him saying, what? He got the results. Then he asked what? What time of day did that happen, right? Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, yesterday at the seventh hour, that's when the fever left him. So he puts two and two together. Oh, well, that presence of Jesus. Y'all see that? Wow. So you mean to tell me you can actually pray and get Because he believed him at his word. See, the word takes precedence over everything. It takes precedence over your feelings, what you think you know, huh? how you done done it in the past. Huh? God don't care about your little tricks and your routine. <laughs> you coming to him for his help. So then all of your logic may go out. Deacon, and just for a minute. Well, why am I doing something like that, God? What are you? <laughs> I'm trying to. out Marsha for 
Hallelujah. Around, 
boogie. Y'all can't be bashed out. Please don't bring her up. Say, Marsha. And shall not God avenge his own, his own 
Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light to my path. When it's dark, God, and I can't see my way. I can't figure it out on my own. I tried, God, it didn't work. Oh, it's so dark around in this culture. So many distractions. Uh, so much chaos and evil. But you are. about God but what we count slackness is not slackness in God long suffering suffering to who us word because he suffers long yeah yeah what else is that scripture Act of faith. Search for it. What you think about it? Asking somebody else, what you think about it? For God to speak a thing is for God to do. with God. Sister T. Yes, sir. Let's go back to John chapter 4. I don't know. I went outside. I don't know if y'all read all the way down through go ahead, go ahead. 53, but it is some important stuff there. Fifty verse when it said, Jesus said unto him, Go thou way, thou son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus has spoken unto him, and he went his way. But look at here. And as he was now going down, his servant met him and told him, Thou son live it. Then he inquired to him at the hour when he began to amend and they said unto him yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him thou son live it and himself believe 
and his whole house. Whole house. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Very energetic Sunday school this morning. Amen. I was thinking, and and it was kind of amusing because when you look at the fact that people want the word to come to them. I don't want your personality. Can I, can I, can I, I'm a real. You hard and you can't handle a soft. You will ignore if he comes soft to you. But you'll say, healing is hurt. If it comes too easy. Now notice what Jesus, he came to the man the way the man needs We have a phrase, iron sharpens iron. If Jesus would have him any other way, he would not have received the message, your son is healed. If Jesus would have bounced him up and down, he would not have gotten the message. He would have needed to be Now look at us. You mean as a junkyard dog, and you want somebody to come to you sweet. You can't. And so you, 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 you understand that uh, God is going to meet you where you are and not try to change you because there's some things in your 